his wife who, amen. amen, she came into the office and hallelujah just overflowing with joy. Ah, hallelujah, His two God. daughters are here and they're in college. Give God some praise. You know, I can say all that and it really doesn't mean a thing if the anointing is not on But I heard him preach. I watched him, man. And God's hands on this young man. Amen. My heart was overflowing when the first time I heard him preach. And I just said, Lord, thank you. I was blessed. So when I saw his name, I said, I know we got to hear a word from God. Open up your heart and receive what God wants to say through this instrument. Amen. Will you bow your heads with me? Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, we say hallelujah. We say glory. Father, this is your servant. This is your child. Lord, you called him. Lord, you appointed him. Lord, you established him. Lord, you ordained him. Lord, I ask that your anointing will fall fresh on him. Lord, this morning's anointing can't carry him through this afternoon. Lord, last week's anointing can't help him at this moment. Lord, a fresh Lord, fresh, Lord, fresh anointing. Allow him to worship you in his preaching. And Lord, as he get caught up, let us get caught up that we may see you in your glory. Lord, it's really all about you. Allow us to have Isaiah experience where Isaiah saw you high. And lift it up, Lord. Lord, fill this place with your glory. That when we walk out of here, we would know without a shadow of a doubt that you was here. Lord, just open up blinded eyes. Lord, heal broken hearts. Lord, set the captives free. Lord, Lord, do what only you can do. Allow him to become an instrument in your hand. And as the master violinist, Lord, preach through him that we may know that it is you. Lord, even now, have your way, Lord. Even now, Lord, have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. After the choir. Be alive. Come on and put your hands together. And give God the best praise you can. Come on, look to somebody next to you and say, I got something to praise God for. How many are glad that you're alive today? God gave you one more day. To Don't fool me now. How many are glad the Lord's been blessing you all week, providing for you, protecting you? Can we just give God a praise on purpose for protection, for provision? Amen. The Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever.
I said, the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Wait a minute. Let me check again. I said, the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Amen. I rise giving God the highest praise, for he alone is worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun and the going down of the same, the Lord is worthy to be praised. Church, can we pause now and just give God a praise for this great pastor, Pastor Tracy Ventus, and his wife and family. Oh, come on. That's fine for your cousin, but come on and give your pastor, give your pastor, come on, give God a praise for your pastor. I am humbled by the invitation. I am humbled by the invitation. I consider him a friend. I've watched him from afar, and so I'm honored to stand in his set place on today. And so I'm grateful for your pastor. He is a great man of God. And in this business where we have to deal with fakes and phonies, he's actually a man of God. And so why don't you just praise God for him being a real man of God? Amen. And to Minister Otis and all these preachers today, we honor the Lord and your calling and that we're fellow proclamators of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm honored also today to have my boo here, amen, for 27 years, our pastor, Pastor Andre Hales, amen. And my two beautiful girls are here today, amen. And so we praise God for a portion of our Tabernacle family that are here. We're honored to be here to share. But come on, now this choir is off the chain. <laughs> oh, no. Y'all might not be listening to what I've listened to. They off the hizzy. Come on and just give God a praise for this choir. Amen. Amen. They've just blessed my heart today and to be in their presence. Amen. And so they sang up in the house today. Amen. Amen. Come on and give them a praise there. Amen. Your pastor said I was at home. So if you're able to stand for a few seconds, if you just grab somebody's hand next to you, grab somebody's hand next to you, grab somebody's hand next to you. Gently squeeze it. Don't, don't squeeze it off because they need that hand. They need that hand. But if you gently squeeze it, you will be able to leave here today and testify, God, I found out what a survivor feels like. Come on and squeeze that left hand to the right hand. Because when you leave here today, you're going to be able to say, Lord, I found out what grace feels like. I wish I had three witnesses in this house that can squeeze that hand again and say, God, I thank you that when I leave New Mission today, I'll be able to testify. I found out what mercy feels like. God, we thank you. God, we honor you. God, we love you. God, we praise you. God, we exalt you. God, we extol you. God, we just are so in love with you. We now bless this pastor and his wife and family for allowing us to come to share with your people on this day. God, just blow our minds now. 
God, we receive everything you have for us. And since we're pregnant with such great preaching possibilities, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable only in your sight. Oh, Lord, you are my strength, sword, and shield, protector, portion, and provider. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. You know every person in here. You made them. You know all about them. They can't hide from you. Oh, God, we ask that you would search their hearts and minds now and speak to them. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we come against every force and every spirit that doesn't look like you, walk like you, talk like you, smell like you. In the name of Jesus, we declare that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. In the name of Jesus, speak, Lord. We need a word from you today. We don't know which way to turn. We need a word from you. It is in the name of Jesus, our soon coming, sovereign, sufficient, sustaining king. If you love him with all your heart, take those same hands and bless God with me. Amen. If you have your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to an Old Testament narrative, what we call the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel, if you got your phone, your iPad, the actual manuscript, turn with me to Daniel chapter 2. If you need to look in the index, cool, it's there, trust me. And chapter 2, and I just want to read in the narrative today, verses 17 through 23. Daniel chapter 2. Verses 17 through 23. Amen. When you have found that, could you say hallelujah? Amen. When you have found that, could you say hallelujah again? Look to somebody close by you and say, you got favor all over you. Amen. That's the wrong neighbor. Turn to somebody else and say, no, for real. I got favor all over me. You got favor all over you. Amen. Amen. Daniel chapter 2, verses 17 through 23. Text says, then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. And during the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and season. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals the deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. I thank, you missed your shout, and praise you, God, of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. and You have made known to me it is what we ask of you. You have made known to us in the dream of the king. Amen. 
You may be seated in the presence of the Holy Spirit. I want to preach what to do when the bottom falls out. I just need about 50 real people to help me preach right here. What to do. Go ahead and look at your neighbor and say, what to do when the bottom falls out. You acting holy, you need to turn to the other neighbor and know that you've been through something and say, what to do when the bottom falls out. I need five other people that have been through some hell or high water to just help me preach right here what to do when the bottom falls out. Don't act like no bottom has ever fallen out. You're here today because, not because you've crossed every T or dotted every I. You're not here today because you've been good. You're not here today because you've been bad. You're here today that when the bottom falls out, God has a divine plan for your life. I just need five witnesses to help me preach right here. That no matter what you go through, no matter what you experience, God kept you alive today. Well, you wouldn't have a fake praise. God, God kept you alive today where you can lift up your hands like you just don't care and say, God, I thank you that I'm here today. Because when the bottom falls out, Gustavus Guterres, which is my favorite Peruvian theologian of the 20th century, Gustavo Guterres writes a book entitled Wells That We Drink From. And in this book, Gustavo Guterres, this great Peruvian priest and prophet and proclaimer of the theological nuances of God, writes this book, Wells That We Drink From. And in this exposition, he is trying to explain that there is, unfortunately, a misconception. There's a misunderstanding. There's a misrevelation, Pastor. There's a misinterpretation about God's children. And what Gustavo Guterres, my favorite Peruvian 20th century theologian, is trying to teach us in the book, Wells, that we drink from, he suggests, watch this, that there's a misconception going on around the body of Christ. That because you got a great job and because you have favor and because you have influence and because you have promotion, that the bottom won't fall out on you. But I just need about 10 real children of God. No, no matter how much Bible you know, no matter how big your cross is, no matter well you sing on Sunday morning, you are susceptible of the bottom falling out on you. Go ahead and bump your name and say, I know that's right. Something, I don't care who you are. I don't care how old you are, how young you are. You are a child of God. There's a misconception that you won't have trouble in your life. There's a misconception that no matter how much favor you have on your life, that you are exempt from the devil trying to do anything to you. But can I bless about 10 people on the other side of your row to let them know that no matter how much of a child of God you are, you will have days that you will lose your mind up in here. Go ahead and bump your neighbor and say, I'm already there. You got to understand that you will have days 
Come on and help me, choir. You will have days that the bottom will fall out. Relationships will fall out. Friendships will fall out. You'll want to cuss out every Facebook friend you got. Everything will fall out among you. But the good news of the text is that no matter how the bottom falls out, God will meet me at the bottom. Oh, I feel my help coming. God will meet you at the bottom in spite of a bottom lifestyle, in spite of a bottom level of thinking. God will meet you at the bottom. Am I preaching to anybody in here? They can lift up their hands and just give God a praise on purpose and say, God, I get it. I got to praise you even though I know tomorrow the bottom could fall out. You're still God yesterday, today, and forever. But I want to suggest to the people of God that when the bottom falls out and when your life is on the brink of collapsing and when you're on the intersection of destruction and despair, God, divine hands, are working it together. You missed your shout. I'm going to give it back to the person on the other side of you. Here it is. I got some bakers in here. I got some show enough, mama would say, show enough good cooks in here. But you know that butter by itself ain't that great. <laughs> you know baking soda and baking powder by itself not that great. Lemon extract by itself ain't that great. Eggs is by itself is not that great. Flour by itself is not that great. But if you mix all that stuff together, Oh, y'all not going to help me preach. Pastor, if you mix all that stuff together and you get it all in your hands and all in your mixing, you will end up finding out you'll have batter. But you don't have a cake yet. You just got batter in between your fingers. But baby, when you put that batter in the hot oven, y'all not helping me preach in here. After you done mixed everything together, then, watch this, you will have a cake. God's trying to tell you today that I'm mixing things together. You mad at that X? Good. That's why it's an X. I'm mixing it together. You mad at your baby's daddy? That was your mistake. I'm still mixing it together. You mad at the ex-friend? That's all right. I'm mixing it together. You mad at that sinister supervisor? I'm mixing it together. You mad at that crazy co-worker? But I'm mixing it together. I'm mixing it together because all things work together. I feel like preaching in this house. I said all things work together for them that love the Lord and who are called according. Just bump your neighbor and say, I'm called, I'm called. And because you're called, God's got to work stuff together. You're not supposed to have a perfect day. You ought to to worship a perfect God. God's working it together. Hang out with me homiletically in this text. Let me share with you the people of God this text, this narrative. We read chapter 2. But in in order to understand chapter 2, preach bishop, you got to understand chapter 1. You missed your shout. I'm going to give it back to you again. People see you in your chapter 2 on the day. 
the fifth Sunday in the lowest month of July. But they don't know nothing about your chapter one. They don't know that you had to scrape and scream and the pout and despair and depress just to put your shoes on this morning. They don't know nothing about what the hell you've been through just to get up in church, up in church, up in church. They sitting there looking at you like you haven't gone on because they looking at your chapter two. But come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Let me show you chapter one. In the opening narrative of chapter one, we find out that the people of God are in Babylonian captivity. We find out in chapter one in the opening narrative the Bible says something that shocked me, that astonished me when the opening of the narrative of chapter 1 said that God gave over King Jehoiakim to the king of Babylon. You missed it. I'm going to give it back to you. In chapter 1, in the opening narrative, the Bible says God gave over King Jehoiakim to Babylon. You missed it. You missed it. The Bible says in the opening narrative of your chapter one, when you was all impressed with your stuff, when you didn't want to come to nobody's choir rehearsal, when you didn't want to pray to anybody, when you smoked enough weed for everybody on your row, God says, I'm giving you over to Jehoiakim, to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. Can I park right there? What the text is saying is that the people of God had wandered away from God. And when you wander away from God, God has a way of pulling you back. I just need about five backsliders right here to help me preach. When you wander away from church, because you're going through... <laughs> God says, you might be going through, but I'm going to pull you back to me while you're going through. Woo! Preach, Bishop. I'm trying to do the best I can. I was in the mall in Miami a few weeks ago, and I was just sitting there, and when you're sitting, sitting in the mall, you get the people watch. And Pastor Kim, I was in the, in the mall and asked my Family was making me broke. I was sitting there. <laughs> Go ahead and bump your name and say, I know that's right. I was just, just, just sitting there. And I noticed this father had his little boy it, it didn't look like a leash at first, but it was a rope. I said, now, now, and I said to myself, now, grandmama didn't need no rope with me. She just look at you. And if she was in the choir, she would point. Come here. Come here. You little bad self, catch yourself over here. Come on, come on. So, so Pastor, I'm, I'm sitting there watching this. And 
The father sits down next to me. And he's got the little boy tied to his hip. And the little boy just running and, and jumping up, trying to get loose. But the father is just sitting there. And I want to preach to somebody who's wandering away and you can't figure out why you can't get loose. Because the father is just sitting there. You jumping in the new relationships, you jumping in dysfunctional friendships, and God said, I'm going to sit right here. And I'm going to sit right here because I got more pull on you than the stuff you're trying to pull away from. Preach, Bishop. Let me preach this thing. Get out your hair. Okay. And in the text, we find out God had a divine rope pulling on the people of God. And then he put them in captivity because they decided they wanted to, to run their life on their own inclination. Can I park right there to some young person? Anytime you want to do it your way and you got a Burger King theology, God just going to let you know that he's still boss. He's still ruler. He still watches over you when you didn't even know the Lord. And so God pulls them, and so allows them, the Bible says, to be taken into captivity, allows them to steal his stuff in his temple. And, and the Bible says when King uh, President 45 took over that because the people were interested in their stuff, and so God let Nebuchadnezzar go to the White House of Babylon. I'm sorry, I'm trying to preach this text. To pull his people back to church. Because you've been so infused with your stuff. God said, I need some people that will worship me in spirit. I feel it in here and in truth. Come here, I'm almost out your hair. I'm going to raise it up out of here. Watch this. So Nebuchadnezzar requires the best and the brightest and the youngest to work for him. The best, the brightest, and the youngest. The best, the brightest, and the youngest to work for him. And watch this, Pastor. Some of the unique thing in the text is that because they were in captivity in Babylon, the Babylonians decided, the Babylonians, excuse me, decided, well, since we got them in prison and in captivity, they need to look like us, eat what we eat, walk like we walk, talk like we talk. And the Bible says, the Bible says that Daniel made a decision not to be a sellout. Y'all missing it? Y'all not going to help me preach. Bump your neighbor and say, don't sell out, don't sell out. No, they're acting holy. That's the other neighbor. Turn to the other neighbor and say, no, you, 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 don't sell out. He said, I, I've decided not to defile myself with eating and the food of the king. And so since I ain't going to eat the food of the king, I tell you what, let me eat what I was raised on. 
Let me eat some broccoli, some greens, some kale. I wish I had a witness in here. Some peas. And in 10 days, you will find out who I work for. And the Bible says something unique, that Daniel found favor in the sight of his captor. And so the Bible says at the end of the 10 days, Daniel looked better. Can I help somebody here? From not being a sellout than the people who ate the king's food. Oh, I wish I had a preaching church. And so... Here comes the tension in the text. So because he decided not to sell out, God promoted him. You, do you want a promotion in your life? Stop selling out. You want God to elevate you in certain things in your life? Stop selling out. Go ahead and bump your neighbor and say, it's your turn. Don't sell out. Here it is. He gets promoted. Bible says he gets placed among the wise men of the king of Babylon, his boys, 17, 18-year-old boys get promoted in the wise chamber of the king's palace. They're in captivity, but captivity is not in them. And my 20th century theologian, Tupac, would say they were them against the world. Can I get five people to help me understand that because you don't sell out, you need to understand we're in the world, but we ain't got to live like the world lives. It's okay not to smoke some weed. It's okay not to trick. It's okay not to sleep with everybody like a salad tray. It's okay. Slap your neighbor high five and say, I'm up in this house today. Value who you are. Because if you don't value who you are, nobody else will value. Tell your neighbor, I'm valuable. Bump that other neighbor and say, you sitting next to somebody who is valuable. And if you look crazy at me, you looking something that crazy at something valuable. All right. I know you didn't tell me out but you're valuable. And you don't need no man, sister girl, to let somebody validate you. Go ahead and bump your neighbor, give him a high five, and say you're valuable, you're valuable. That's the wrong neighbor. Give somebody a high five and say you're valuable. Young, old, or indifferent, cray, cray, or sane, you valuable. No, somebody missed your shout. You valuable. I don't care who the crazy person you hooked up with. You still valuable. And you got to know your value. And when you know your value, people can walk over you, talk about you, but you stand up and say, I'm valuable. When you know who you are, they can call you anything because it's not what they call you, it's what you answer to. All right, I'll tell you, I'm almost done. Give me five and a half more minutes, I'm out. Okay. Then 
Then they get promoted. They got the best job. They got the best gig in Babylon. But they work for a demonic, neurotic, narcissistic individual named King Nebuchadnezzar Trump. No, I know it says Nebuchadnezzar, but I, I can translate it to Trump. So, King Nebuchadnezzar got the best, the brightest, the blessed working for him. But no matter if they're working for somebody crazy, he's still crazy. Can I get five people know your boss kind of sometimes a little crazy? But you still go to work. It trips me out. People want to leave the church and over nothing, but they ain't leaving that job. They leave you in church because you talking about their shoes. But baby, they will get demoted. They ain't leaving that job. Okay. Let me give you three. I'm going to raise up out of here. Watch this. They get promoted. The king is crazy. He can't sleep. Y'all not helping me preach. He cray-cray and he can't sleep. Bump your neighbor and say, I know the type. I know the type. I know the type. And he, and he can't interpret his dream. He's having dreams and he can't interpret it. So he goes to the wise men that he hired, the astrologers, the magicians, and everything, and he tells them, brothers, come on, interpret my dream. They say, oh, king, live forever. They say, no, dude, I ain't what I'm talking about. Interpret my dream. They say, oh, king, live forever. Now you're stuck on stupid and silly. I want you to interpret my dream. And if you don't interpret my dream, I'm going to kill all y'all, burn y'all houses, cut y'all up into pieces. Wait a minute. He said, kill all the wise men. So that means a part of the group that were going to experience this decree were the people of God. Y'all missed it. That stuff, okay, stuff go crazy in your life, and you tripping like, why is it happening to me? It's happening to me because God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. The dope boy gets grace of good weather just like I get grace of good weather. Somebody ain't helping me preach. God gives grace in unmeasurable ways. The Bible says that they have to get killed too. Daniel gets the news from the second in command, the commander Arioch, and the Bible declares that when he gets the, 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 the commander meeting with him, the Bible says something unique that's going to bless your life. Here it is. The commander that was designed and appointed and assigned to go kill everybody tells Daniel, I got to come kill you. Okay, okay. Y'all missed it. I'm going to talk to y'all over here. The Bible says 
The second in command, Commander Ariok, who worked for Nebuchadnezzar, watch this, who was the Department of Justice uh, Attorney General, watch this, comes over to Daniel and says, Daniel, I got to kill all of y'all. But the Bible says that Daniel responded to him with tact and wisdom. Can I give y'all five seconds right here? You can't cuss out everybody. You can't go street and ghetto with everybody. Sometimes you can, mama was right, you can get more honey than vinegar. Y'all missed it. The guy who was coming to kill him, he knew how to talk to him. Let me give you three. He runs home and tells his friends, hey, they about to kill us. <laughs> now, see, you used to hearing in church, you've been in church any amount of time, you used to hearing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's their slave names. <laughs> their birth names, the Hebrew names, is, is Mishael, Hananiah, Azariah, and Daniel. Can I help somebody here? Preach, Bishop. Here it is. Number one, when the bottom falls out, get yourself on your knees in prayer. Y'all missed it. Give it back to you. Because when you're in the right posture of prayer, don't act like you don't know who God is. And don't try to sound like your bishop or your pastor. Sound like you. Don't sound like, oh, Lord of Israel, God of Jacob, Abraham, and Isaac, oh, sovereign one. Shut up. Say, God, a sister needs you today. God, a brother needs you today. Stop participating in all these prayers. Sound, I'm trying to sound profound and prolific. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. Is there anybody here ready to go to God in prayer? Say, God, I got a situation. You already know about it, but I need your help in the situation. When my scar is skidding on ice, I don't have time to sound special. Lord, help me. Prayer. They went to have prayer. No, you missed it. They went to have prayer. Daniel gave him the news and said, well, the best thing we need to do is we need to get on our knees and pray. Have you ever had a moment in your life that you couldn't post it, you couldn't tweet it, you couldn't Instagram it, you couldn't Snapchat it, you just had to get on your knees and say, God, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. And the only way, I might have got myself in it, but Lord, you got to get me out of this. Lord, have you forgotten I'm your child? He started to pray. Now, hermeneutically in the text, what disturbs me, Pastor, is that I wanted to know how 
those guys being 16, 17, 18 through historical record, how did they know that when the bottom falls out in your life, how did they know how to pray? Well, let me help you here. They were in Babylon, but they learned how to talk to God in Jerusalem. That's why you need to come to Bible class. That's why you need to come to Sunday school. That's why you need to come to worship. Because when you leave here and the bottom falls out, what you learned here will be able to translate where you are. Young brothers. And what I love about text is that you're young and mentally strong because they're in captivity, but captivity doesn't have them. This is going to bless every woman in this house. This is going to bless every sister in this house that's got a son, a boo, a husband, a wannabe, an ex. This is going to bless your life right here because watch this. They young brothers, they start praying, but they start thinking. And when, let me tell you something, sister. When you got a thinker, I know, can I preach like I'm at home? I know he all of that in the bed, but baby, when he got to get up and get to work, when he starts thinking, he'll start praising. That ain't in that Bible. Yes, it is. We praise God. Y'all missed it. Number two, you got to praise God after you examine the evidence that you're still here. Let me tell you what happened. They looked around and checked themselves and said, we ain't dead. Okay, 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 okay. You missed your shot. I'm get back to you. Here you go. They looked at themselves, started touching themselves. They started looking at each other, and they realized, Pastor, that they're still alive. Okay, 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 okay. All what they had been through didn't impact them. So what they did was they start praising the Lord for the evidence that they still hear. I need about five praises up in here, up in here, up in here. That you didn't look at yourself and found out you still here. <laughs> Is there anybody can give God a survival praise? Just go ahead and touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you still here? <laughs> if you're still here, <laughs> Let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. I feel my help coming in here. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, the Lord's been good to you. You look like he's been good to you. And if he's been good to you, you ought to give God come glory. Shake your neighbor's hand and say, neighbor, the Lord's been good to you. And if you've been breathing, and if you're still breathing, the Bible says, let everything that have breath praise you, the Lord. Look to somebody else and tell them, neighbor, I'm still here. So if I'm still here, I got something to thank God for. They start praising the Lord, for they realized they were still here. But then I noticed that after they started praising him 
for still being here. They start praising him that the only way they were going to get out of this if the Lord touched their lives. Shake your neighbor's hand and say, neighbor, the Lord is still able. Oh, that's the wrong neighbor. Turn the other neighbor. Sir neighbor, the Lord is still able. I feel my help coming. That's the wrong neighbor. Sir neighbor, I'm still here because the Lord is able. Turn to somebody else and give your neighbor a high five. Sir neighbor, I'm still here because the Lord is able. I feel it in here. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm still here because the Lord is able. I'm still broken. I'm still battered. But I still got a praise on the inside. Is there anybody here can lift up your hands and say, God, I'm still here because you've been good to me. I'm broken. I'm patterned because you gave me a praise on the inside. Shake your neighbor's hand and shake it off and shake it real good and say, neighbor, I'm still here. God been good to me. Is there anybody here can stand on your feet and give God glory? The old church used to say, rise and shine and give God the glory. I'm reminded the other day, I'm reminded the other day, I was in Kroger and on aisle five, and I looked because my wife sent me on some errands. And she said, boy, don't come back here until you get us some cream of wheat. And I looked at the aisle, and I looked at the boxes of cream of wheat. And I picked up a box that was bruised and open. And the cream of wheat box started talking to me. Oh, yes, it did. It started to testify. I know you don't want to buy me because you see me open and bruised and battered. But if you take me home and put me in some hot water, you forget all about how the box looked because the contents make the difference. Is there anybody here can say, God, my contents make the difference. I might be battered. I might be bruised. But God got something on the inside. Greater is he that is in me that's in the world. Give your neighbor a high five. Say, neighbor, what's on the inside will get you through when the bottom falls out. Somebody say, yeah. Yeah! 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 
Lift up your hands all over this place. Father, we honor you. That when the bottom falls out, we won't forget to pray. We won't forget to praise you. And then our contents will remind us that no matter what, how we look on the outside, the inside's got to praise. And for that, God, we say thank you. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard what you have in store for your people. It is the marvelous, magnetic, merciful name of Jesus that we survived what was trying to kill us. What you meant for evil, God meant for my good. Because at the end of the day, when the bottom falls out, God is still there with me. In Jesus' name, come on and give God a praise all over this place today. Give God some praise in the house.